You are listening to episode 231 of the Stutter in the School podcast. My name is Daniele Rossi. You can call me Danny because my first name, which is Italian, can be difficult for even fluent people to uh, say <laughs> fluently. So coming to you on this very sunny yet frigid, very, very cold uh, Friday, January the 25th in Toronto in Canada. And well, t- today I'm going to be talking about humor, using humor in in your outlook of stuttering and in speech therapy sessions. So let's get started. Hey, I'm speaking with a speech pathologist Agat Tupula Kabula, who hails from Montreal. She's joining me actually live through video chat from Montreal. And Agat just uh, published um, her latest book. I believe you wrote other books too. Yeah, exactly. Correctly. So you're Actually, quite my third one. Third book. Wow, you're quite the leader. I get. I gather, in the francophone um, SOP world. Uh, so your latest book. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna try not to butcher the French language. Uh, je bégaye. Bégaye. Yes, je bégaye. Laissez-moi mm-hmm. parler. Which, if I'm correctly mistranslating it, it's I stutter. Let me speak. Exactly. Yeah. And then with the subtitle "Bien vivre avec le bégaiement," um, something like, or literally translated to "Good living with stuttering." Yeah, um, perfectly. So, yeah. what's the non-literal um, translation for, for uh, that one? So, what's the the gist that you're trying to get? <laughs> well, yeah, it's to live better with stuttering, oh, okay. like to accept stuttering in yeah. our life. Yeah. And this is a guide for parents, I believe. For parents, exactly. And I would say also for teachers, for educators, or uh, any adult who uh, intervenes with uh, children or teenagers. Yeah. So basically the same the same readership that I have with my book. You're my competition. As long as my competition, <laughs> as long as my readers can read French. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, it's all good. And from the looks of it, long story short, your book is very chock full with a lot of information. We're looking at what, 190 pages of yeah. every, it's, this looks like a great introduction, actually introduction and intermediate <laughs> mm-hmm. um, information about living, you know, a good life of stuttering. Um, and the reason that I wanted to have you on my show was not just because you included my comics, but um, um, you piqued my interest. There's a chapter or a section on humor, using humor in mm-hmm. speech therapy. So I thought, hey, let's do a whole episode on that. Seeing that I've always used hum- humor my whole life, I thought, why haven't I talked about this before? So I'm glad that you wrote this book. <laughs> no, okay. but before we do that, so is there anything that I missed in introducing you? So in other words, tell me about yourself. Well, as you said, I'm a speech therapist. Um, yeah, for almost nine years now, since 2010, um, I launched a multidisciplinary private clinic in Montreal called the Multi Therapy Action Clinic. And um, I'm also a lecturer at University of Montreal, so I teach oh. to pathology students um the bachelor degree uh and the class that i i teach is stuttering oh wow uh, so uh, that's why uh, my interest for to write this book um i'm also a this... supervisor at uh, clinique universitaire um, en orthophonie audiologie at university of montreal 
And I would say that I'm, I'm also a speaker for various events or a columnist in the media. And um, in brief, I'm involved in many professional projects, but probably too many. But it's <laughs> it's my way to, to being close to people and um, I would say supporting families, dealing with loved ones with disabilities and uh, helping them uh, to have quick access to the services required for their needs. Yeah. Wow, you are a lot more of a giant than I thought you were. <laughs> wow. So is your book used as a textbook in uh, L'Université de Montréal? 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 Yeah, yeah, it was for the first oh, time wow. uh, the last session. And uh, I hope it will still be for the next, uh, the upcoming sessions. Oh, wow. Nice. Is there anything else about your book that we didn't touch on yet that you like uh, English speaking listeners or any francophone listeners uh, would, would like to know? Well, I had this book in my mind for almost two years, I think. So I'm, I'm really glad to have published it uh, last year um, because people who stutter are one of my favorite clientels for different reasons. Thank you. And, um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I have many cousins myself who stutter in my, on my ah. father's side in my family. So stuttering is part of my life since... Uh, uh, since you were born, I guess. Since forever, yeah. <laughs> Oh, and wow. I would say that the population in general, I think, misunderstand what is stuttering and have mm -hmm. um, prejudice on stuttering simply because they are not informed or aware about it. So my book was a way to answer many questions um, I receive as a speech therapist. For example, uh, what are the causes of stuttering? Uh, when and who to consult? Um, how to differentiate normal disfluencies from stuttering in young mm -hmm. children? Uh, how to help a child or a teenager who stutters or what to do, simply what to do as a parent, as a teacher, or as an educator to help our, our child. And what are the treatments in speech therapy? Because many parents are going to Google uh, for treatments or miracles uh, yeah. to treat stuttering on the and internet. And many information are not uh, proven or not true. Oh, there's a lot of misinformation on there. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> there's a lot of them. <laughs> like one recently I found a woman in India who stutters, she says she found the cure, just switch words. <laughs> like, oh, okay, yeah. there, there oh, no. we go. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Uh, so let's get on to the topic of humor. Mm -hmm. So what are the benefits uh, that you found of using humor in therapy se sessions? I see a lot of benefits. Um, I think that it helps to the dramatize to play down a critical situation. Um, it helps to release tension, to to tame fear in some patients. It helps to learn new things because um, I think that humor is a good way to memorize something important, uh, to integrate that learning in our life. And it helps to motivate or gain confidence. Uh, so yeah, definitely I see many benefits. Can you can you provide examples of how you incorporate humor into therapy ses ses mm -hmm. sessions? Yes, um, I use a lot of humor with books, uh, with videos, or uh, even oh. with TED talks. Um, I enjoy watching TED talks myself. So when I see a, a TED talk that could uh, interest one of my patients in relation with um, a goal that he has in therapy, or in relation with the fear that he has related to the, the communication disability that he he's living with. Um, I send sometimes to talk to my patients or we watch some extracts um, during the therapy session. Or um, mm. another example I could give uh, with children, for example, um, 
I use a lot of, uh, I, I use games in therapy to, uh, to work on my therapy goals. Mm -hmm. And some of the children are bad losers and they start <laughs> to, to sulk or feel angry when I, I win or when the parent win. Yeah. But when the child wins during a game, I start to do the same and I pretend to sulk or to be angry. So then the child starts to laugh and he realizes that this attitude is not good oh, to wow. have when one wins. So uh, the only fact of doing this, it helps to change a behavior uh, to begin a good loser. <laughs> yeah. And um, with my patients who stutter, sometimes I'm going to ask them to make phone calls in order to, um, to reduce anxiety or help them to gain confidence. And in the nature of phone calls we do in therapy, sometimes it's funny because it's not the kind of um, questions that the patient will normally ask or <laughs> a, a topic that normally interests that patient. For example, I'm going to ask a patient to uh, call uh, at a library and ask information about a book that he really doesn't like or um, mm. a funny question about something. And many times it helps to just tame fear and reduce anxiety, the fact to laugh during therapy. Sounds a lot like... And I'm I'm probably mixing up my terms because I've done I don't have a psychology degree by any stretch of the imagination either NLP or CBT where you take a um, okay uh, NLP for anyone who doesn't understand um, neuralistic I don't even know what it stands for neuralistic programming language maybe uh, CBT cognitive behavior therapy where let's say you're afraid of spiders you imagine the spider wearing a clown hat so you're uh, bringing humor bringing happiness joy or some you're making fun of a fear that mm -hmm. tells your brain oh this isn't something dangerous it's something that uh, you don't have to send that fear uh, signal to the rest of my uh, body it sounds like it's, it's it sounds a lot like that mm -hmm. do you agree or yeah yeah yeah, yeah. of course Oh, You're talking wow. about cognitive behavioral therapy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know it really, really does uh, does work, and I think that's why I get so much fun out of drawing comics about stuttering and mm -hmm. making jokes about stuttering. Do you also um, incorporate jokes about stuttering or funny stories about stuttering, or 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 have your clients ever brought up? Something I would say, like yeah, funny stories uh, that I read in books myself or that other patients or other friends told me. Uh, for example, I, I have this story in mind. It's um, a man who uh, had to speak uh, in front of a, a public, and he was the last one to speak during that event. And uh, he started his, his presentation. He was a stutterer, and he started and he said, I have a good news and a bad news for you. The good news is that I'm the last one. Uh, to 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 speak, so it means that soon the, the day is going to end and uh, we can leave to go back home. But the bad news is that I stutter, so who knows <laughs> how much time is going to take me. And uh, sometimes I tell that story to my patient, and they start to laugh, and then th they try themselves to to find their own jokes about stuttering or how they could integrate oh, that kind of behavior in in their life, either at the professional or personal level. Yeah, it works too. It really does uh, lighten the mood in the room for both parties. Mm -hmm. You know, for both you and the people or person that you're speaking with. Um, yeah. What I like about using humor with my stuttering, or when I tell someone that I'm stuttering, um, that it's that shared rapport, that shared laugh, shared joke, um, 
that sends the signal that, you know, hey, I just stutter and two, I'm fine with it. So you could be fine with it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just lost my train of thought. What was the other one that is? Oh, right. Yeah. And of course, growing up stuttering where you try to tell jokes, non-stuttering jokes, but you can't because your stuttering gets in the way. Finally, I could tell a joke and stutter and it makes sense. <laughs> That's yeah. the part that I like about humor and stuttering too. <laughs> and sometimes when people see that you, you're making fun yourself about your stuttering, then they, it helps them to feel more comfortable about your stuttering too, because people tend to react the same than you do about uh, mm. any topic or stuttering itself. Yeah, because they don't, because they may not chant, no, chance, uh, chances are they may not even know um, anything about stuttering. They don't know how mm-hmm. to react, how to act, how to even speak to you. Do they maintain eye contact? Should they finish your sentences, right? Uh, mm-hmm. no, I mean, we've all been there. People, you know, they're uh, they're trying to be helpful and, you know, they finish our sentence or it's that urge to finish that sentence. Not that they're trying to finish it for you. It's just part of normal conversation. Mm-hmm. I do it too. Full confession. I do it too sometimes yeah. to anybody, to anyone. Mm-hmm. I'm very con. I'm, I'm very conscious of not to do to someone who's, who stutters though, but to to to. Fluent people, there's a lot of times I really got to restrain myself to do that. Shoot, I just lost my train of thought. Um, uh, uh, It's gone. The train has left. (laughs) The train has left. I don't know if you know um, Jose Piranian. Yes. Ah, yes. I'm glad that you brought him up. Yeah. And you also mentioned Nina G in your book. So we're talking about comedians who who stutter. Mm-hmm. Uh, please, please go ahead. <laughs> yeah, well, I was about to say that um, I, I met Jose Piranian um, last uh, October mm-hmm. at the um, special event organized by ABC in Canada, Association des Begs Canada. Yeah. It's an association for people who stutter. And um, he did a conference during that day, and uh, it was so, so funny. Uh, it's, it's a person who stutters, and he was um, explaining how... He he gives himself some challenges in order to gain confidence and yeah. not only gain, but maintain that confidence in time uh, about his stuttering. So um, uh, when he stutters, he says that he incorpor- incorporates a lot of suspense in what he says. Yeah. So he started his presentation and he said, I hope that, that you like suspense. And <laughs> well, he, he had some blocks when he, he said that. So because uh, the way that I, I talk, uh, well, there are some pauses. I and wish I thought of that. Funny people were laughing. It was laughing. And yeah, it, I think it's such a good way to use humor. To yeah, there's, there's one joke. I'm not sure if he said it. I, I wasn't at the conference, but there's one joke he told me where he was standing in line at the pharmacy and he just starts talking to the person standing in front of him or behind him. And because he noticed that guy was buying the same product that he had, that okay. he that he had in his hand, and he was saying, and I guess the conversation was struck up, and which led to the guy asking him, "What do you think of that product?" And he goes, "I don't know. I tried this, and all of a sudden, I'm speaking this way." And the other guy had this horrid look on his face. He goes, "I'm just kidding. I really talk like this. I stutter." Just uh, so funny. I, I really wish I had that humor. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
but I, I mean, we all have our styles. So yeah, our exactly. personal style that places that, uh, um, what's the word? Um, uh, our style, our message into it. I know Nina G, she um, uses her humor for awareness. Um, mm -hmm. And so does Jody Fuller. I've had him on the show a few times. Uh, same uh, thing. He um, he's not a stand-up comedian, but he gives he gives talks. He is a, he's a public speaker, but he's a funny public speaker. So, so okay. true comedian in the in the true sense of the word. Same thing. It's all about using humor to spread awareness. So That's it's a good really thing. interesting. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Are there any francophone uh, stutterers that are comedians um... uh, that you've heard of? Actually, I know nothing about the francophone stuttering world, except for yeah, the ABC. Well, some singers, <laughs> some singers stutter, some comedians too. Uh, oh. Not comedians um, in the humor uh, kind of uh, of variety shows, but uh, yeah, they they are comedians and they stutter. Yeah, I know some oh. of them. For example, uh, uh, I think his name is um, Louis Brouillette. And a singer, a famous singer who stutter and talks about his stuttering in the media is uh, Luc de la Rochelière. Oh wow! Do they stutter on camera? Uh, when they when they, they sing, no. But when yeah. they they accord an interview, yeah. Oh wow! And they just let it free and nice. Yeah. You don't see that a lot in the English world. No. It's yeah, or or at the very least, I uh, I haven't seen it. You know, you never mm. really see it, but wow, nice. Nice. Mm. So where can people, well, listeners who speak English, but I mean, speak French, but I mean, do you also, I mean, I'm assuming you also treat in English as well, since mm -hmm. you speak it so well. <laughs> Although that's the common trait of people in Montreal, you're able to switch French and English within the same sentence. My jaw drops every yeah, time I go speaking. to Montreal. It's like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people reach you and purchase your book? Yeah, well, they can reach me on the social networks. I have a Facebook page um, under my own name, Agathe Tupula Kabula, uh, orthophonist, chroniqueuse et auteur. I'm also on Twitter, uh, Agathe Tupula, uh, on my LinkedIn page, or on my personal website, uh, www.kabola.ca, kabola.ca. And um, yeah, they can write me an email or just write me on my social networks. And they can, uh, well, order my book on the um, many websites, for example, uh, libraries such as Archambault or Renaud-Bré, mm. or even with Edition de Saint-Justine, they have a website and they can um, order it online. That's, that's, the pub yeah, that's the publisher, no? Exactly. I noticed exactly. their name, their logo on the bottom. Mm -hmm. uh, corner of your cover which I love the cover I love the cover oh, so you. much um, it's okay just to describe blue cover dark blue two-tone light blue dark blue and looks like a pastel I guess uh, illustration something out of a child child children's book of yeah. a kid uh, trying to speak so yeah very very well done book I can't wait to spend another <laughs> seven hours trying to read a paragraph that's what I was trying to do <laughs> Living in an English world, so long story short, French is French and English are the two official languages of Canada. And me growing up in Toronto, um, I had 
well, I didn't have francophones teaching us French throughout school. So mm-hmm. I had I, I had second generation Italian <laughs> Anglophones teaching French. So, um, but I never was able to keep up my practice. So now that now that I've made a lot of friends in the ABC, I keep promising them that I will <laughs> practice <Yeah>. my French. <laughs> and you were there in 2015 when I uh, tried to give a presentation in French. Not try. Long you st- the presentation. In I French. read it in French, and I kept switching to. And you're saying this is terrible. <laughs> you guys should oh. just go home. <laughs> no, I do remember your presentation. It was really good, and I remember that people laughed. That's what I remember. They're laughing at me, it. saying, "Look at those stupid anglophones." No, <laughs> although it's different now. Now we have French immersion, so um, yeah. that's a bit of an off topic. Um, but hey, next week I've joined. I'm going to attend my first French speaking meetup. Oh, so yeah. I'll be learning how to disclose my stuttering in French, saying in Toronto? Je yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? In fact, it's all over Toronto. I was really surprised. I'm like, okay, there's a lot more French than I thought I was. <laughs> there was. Oh. So we'll see how that goes. Um, but before I let you go back to your day job, um, I have two more questions. What is one piece of advice you would give to a person who stutters, aside from the humor? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I would tell them to try to think and see what positive things or character traits stuttering brought into their life. Um, I would tell them to meet other people who stutter, uh, people who can inspire them, because that's one of the first advices I give to my own patients in clinic. And probably the, the last one would be to read good books about stuttering that could inspire Like mine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> And since you're an SLP, I'm going to give you a second one. What is one piece of advice you would give to an SLP? I would give the advice to include fun, include pleasure in therapy, because in my opinion, mm-hmm. um, pleasure of learning is so important and it's a prerequisite of learning. So, yeah. That's right. That's right. Because especially if you're, if the parent had to drag their kid into speech therapy when they don't want it. <laughs> so might as well make it fun <laughs> yeah okay well uh, thank thank you very much for coming on and um and i'm looking forward to reading the rest of your book well thank you it was a pleasure and that was my interview with slp extraordinaire agatu bula kabola in montreal And I will have all the links that she mentioned on the show notes over at stutteringiscool.com. Just look for episode 231 and they'll be there. And I just want to mention, speaking of humor, I will be, I have been actually working on a bunch of comics, Frankie Banky comics to post on the website. Um, Actually, I'll be creating a new section. I'll be launching a new section I just hit a bit of a snag because I decided to change the look of my website. So that's currently under development. And in case you don't know who Frankie Banky is, he is that cartoon fox that you see in the podcast cover art. So there's a lot of humor that I like to incorporate into my comics, as I mentioned uh, during my conversation with with uh, with Agat. And I'm really excited about posting them, but... I got to get the new design done. So uh, look for that. And I will announce. um, I will announce that um, uh, once it's up. So until then, speaking of books, I do have a book myself. And actually, if you want to see Frankie Banky comics, check out my book. It's called Stuttering is Cool. 
big coincidence with the subtitle a guide to stuttering in a fast talking world it does sound a lot like a god's book um except mine's is more uh from my own experiences um not um not at all um as thorough as uh, a god's book but it does contain a lot of frankie banky comics and uh, my tips my stuttering survival tips and building up resilience and you know, changing that perception of your stuttering that, you know what, this can work for me. So, and of course, using humor in your stuttering. Details on how to order over at, you guessed it, stutteringiscool.com. It's not available on Amazon or any of those places yet. That's going to be a while. Um, right now, you can order it directly from me. So that means you can even ask me to add a personal note or something or a little drawing of Frankie Banky if you so wish. My book is, it's also being used as a textbook and in about eight universities across uh, North America, um, either used as a textbook or uh, required reading or used as part of the classroom um, teachings and all that stuff. So that's my humble little 70-page book, and it's in English. <laughs> Although, speaking of French, it is being translated into French. I'm really excited about that. And the ABC that was mentioned earlier on uh, on this episode, they are funding the translation. So a big merci again to the ABC for that. And as per usual, I will announce when that's ready for purchase it will be it will be sold through the a through the abc and the target launch date for that is in the fall well until then may your stuttering always be with humor <laughs> good humor not people laughing at your stuttering that's a totally different thing and well with joke humor your own humor your own style and with confidence. You know what I mean. <laughs> Ciao.